Today's episode is all about the eight things you need to track as a freelancer and online service provider. And a lot of these things you're not probably tracking right now, and you should be. And then you'll probably find there's a lot of things you are tracking that aren't really necessary. So let's jump in and learn what we should be tracking as a service provider. Welcome to the Serve, Scale, Soar podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping service-based entrepreneurs scale their online business to five-figure months so they can soar into six-figure years. Your host, Brandy, is a wife, mom, and in less than one year, created a six-figure business. And now she is spilling all her secrets so you can too. Welcome back, y'all, to another episode of the Serve, Scale, Soar podcast. My name is Brandy Mouse, and I am beyond excited that you are back listening. And if this is your first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am beyond excited to have you. And before we jump into this week's episode, all about the things you should be tracking in your business, especially if you're looking to grow and scale it, I do want to spotlight one of our listeners. And so this week's listener review is five stars by Crazy Blessed, keeping it real. Thank you, Brandy, for keeping it real. Your podcast about how you went from bankruptcy to building your dream home was truly inspiring, even while being brutally honest. Thank you for help clear the stigma of financial struggles while owning your responsibility for your specific situation. Thank you so much, Crazy Blessed. And here's the deal, y'all. We all go through bad times in our business. And maybe it hasn't happened yet, but the longer you're in business, the more likely you are to have one. And what I hope this podcast does is one, equips you to be financially responsible in your business and make smart financial decisions for yourself, but also for if you hit a year that's not a growth year, but a down year, you feel comfortable talking about it, or at least you know it's normal. And so thank you, Crazy Blast, for this five-star review. And if you haven't left us a review yet, please take the time just to leave us a quick, honest review. It means the world to me. I look at every single one of them. And it helps our podcast be seen by more. So thank you so much. And this week's episode is very similar in the fact that we're going to talk about finances. Because whenever we track something in our business, one of the things we have to track is things that deal with money. And there is a stigma around finances. A lot of people like to say they're not good with numbers. And my friend, you own a business. Even if you're not good with numbers, now's the time to at least know your numbers. And so this is not about being good at numbers or bad at numbers. It's about just knowing your numbers. And you don't have to be good at numbers to do a lot of this stuff that I'm going to talk about. You just now have to know how to count. And as long as you can count or track, you can take care of these numbers. And inside of Surf Scale Store, we actually have a tracking sheet that does a lot of the calculations for you. And so I'm going to go over the eight things you need to track in your business. And what I want you to know is these are numbers. Most of them. There's two of them that are not number specific, but the rest of them are number related. And like I said, you don't have to be good at numbers. You just have to be able to count. And I believe every single one of you that are listening, you are able to count. And it's really fun counting money. So let's talk about these eight things you need to track as a freelancer. Number one is your revenue. This is probably the one that's like the most common that a lot of you are probably doing anyway. You're tracking your revenue. So what is revenue? This can mean different things to different people. So I just want to put it out there what I'm talking about. I'm talking about cash money in the bank. 
So we hear projected revenue a lot, which means money to come if you do payment plans, revenue generated, and that's like money to come because of payment plans. But when in this case, especially for service providers, I'm talking about revenue. How much money went into the bank this month? How much money ran through the processing this month? And so we're talking about real dollars in the bank. This is your revenue. So each month you want to look and see how much revenue did I bring into my business? Was it 3,000, 5,000, 10,000, 20,000, 100,000? Whatever that was, we want to track it. And then after we track our revenue, the second number that we want to track is our expenses. So what money went out? And here's the thing with expenses. I will say that this is why numbers get a little like messy because a lot of people look at these numbers. It's different. Like we talked about revenue and people have like projected revenue and all this stuff. And I'm giving you the definition for mine, which is money in the bank. Expenses, some people include their salary. Some people include taxes. When I'm talking about this, I follow as an escort which means that I do have a W-2 employee of my business. And so I'm taking a paycheck each and every month that then the government takes taxes out and everything. That's included in my expenses because it runs as a W-2. But then I also take an owner draw. And owner draw is money that I just put from one account to another. It doesn't get taxed the same way as my W-2. That does not come out as an expense. And so a lot of you are probably not filing as an S-Corp yet. And so that means any money you take for yourself, you pay yourself, that would not be included in expenses. It's the same way with taxes. Any money that you're setting aside for the like quarterly filing or things like that, those don't typically get filed under expenses. But the important thing is if you want to say like, okay, I just paid my quarterly taxes and that expense was X amount of dollars then you can put that in your expenses, but make sure you're tracking it the same way every single time. So when we get to these numbers, the important thing is you're just tracking them the same way every time. The important thing for you to know is how I'm going over these numbers with you. So revenue is money in the bank. The second thing you're going to track is expenses. And I'm not talking about how much money you pay yourself unless you're a W-2 employee. I'm not talking about taxes. This is money that went out of your bank for like software, courses, any like, as a service provider, we're so lucky because we don't have a ton of expenses, but it's usually software, education, maybe travel, things like that. And so that would be your revenue minus your expenses gives you your profit. And that's the third thing that we want to track is our profit. How profitable were we this month? If you had a $10,000 month, your expenses were $2,000. That means you were at $8,000 profit, which then you could turn into a percentage if you wanted and you would be at like 80% profitability. So that's really good. So we want to know what are our profit margins, like what is our money, positive or negative each month? And that is your profit. This is a really good number to track and one that we track in our business more closely than revenue or expenses. Each month, if I only had one number that I wanted to know, My question would be, what were our profit margins? And for my place in my business with how much we bring in and things like that and all the different revenue streams, I always want to keep mine above 50%. Does that mean every month's 50%? No. But on average for the whole year, I'm looking to have a 50% profitability. 
And so you're going to want to decide what is your profitability? When we ran a service-based business, we ran it over 80% profit. And so you don't have to have massive overhead at that point. And so decide what is your profit margins that you want to track? How much profit do you want to take home each and every single month? Which would be your revenue minus expenses. And then you can have a solid number like 8,000 or you can turn that into a percentage. And like I said, we have a whole like Google sheet that does all this for you inside of Surf Scale Soar. So when we look at these, these are going to be our three most important when it comes to financial revenue, expenses, profit margins. And if you have these three numbers and you know them each and every single month, it's going to create a lot of clarity in your business. Because if you see that your expenses are really high, your revenue is really low, you have some decisions to make. If you're looking for X amount of profitability in your business and you keep look like hitting under that, you need to say, do I need to increase my revenue? Do I need to cut my expenses? How can I increase my revenue? So we can make really smart decisions based on these numbers, revenue, expenses, and profit margins. These are our three big financial numbers that we want to make sure that we're tracking each and every single month. Then we get into, these are like results numbers that I just went over that give you your financial stability of the business. Revenue, expenses, profit margins. Your next ones are what I call your action tracking. This is like the things that are actually going to move the needle to grow your revenue and your profit margins. So these that we want to track is how many connections are you making per week? So when I talk about connections, this doesn't mean you add someone on LinkedIn. I'm talking about you add someone on LinkedIn they accept your connection, and then you message them. That would be one connection. The same thing goes for Instagram. You follow someone, they follow you back, you send them a DM, that's another connection. You respond to a job post in a Facebook group, that's a connection. You're actually responding, that's a connection. You jump on a coffee chat with um, a referral partner, that's a connection. And so how many connections are you making per week? If you start tracking this, you'd probably see why you're not getting the clients you want or the amount of discovery calls on your books. Because a lot of times we feel like we're doing a lot, but we're really not making active connections. And so if we start tracking that, like, okay, I want to make 100 connections a week, or maybe you start out with 25, then you move up to 50, then you get to 100. This is my goal each week to make this many connections. Then you can add that into your marketing plan for each and every single week. And so how many connections are you making per week? Are you tracking that? Chances are the majority of you are not. And I was included in that for a long time. My business really took off when I started tracking this and I was able to see the holes in my funnel. And the next part of that funnel would be, okay, you're making these connections. How many discovery calls are you booking? So are holding, that would be another one. You could also track booking and holding if you wanted to know that. It was never something I really focused on because it was very rare that I actually had someone not show up for a discovery call. If you have a lot of people not showing up for a discovery call, I would track like how many you're booking and how many are actually holding. But for most of you, I have a feeling that you have really good systems in place, especially if you've been through our wow factor onboarding workshop, you know, like how to get people to show up. So how many connections are you making per week? Then how many discovery calls are you getting one per week, per month, however you want to track this? And then from there, what's the conversion rate on the discovery call? 
like you had four discovery calls this week and you got two new clients. That's a 50% conversion rate. That's really good. So then you can say, okay, I'm good. Like I just need to make more connections that book more discovery calls and then I'll have how many ever clients I need. Now, let's say you had that same thing. You had four discovery calls and then none of them purchased. Like none of them signed on as client. Then we can say, okay, so something's going on with my discovery call. How can I fix this? And so then you're able to quickly troubleshoot where in your funnel of from the time they inquire to the time they become a client, where is it going south? Is it I just don't have enough connections or am I not landing people in the discovery call? And so, or post-discovery call in the proposal. And so with that, you could quickly be like, okay, I'm getting people on a discovery call, so clearly I'm making enough connections, but they're not booking on the discovery call or with the proposal after the discovery call. Then we start to look at that and we say, okay, how can we fix this? So it makes it really easy to see where we need to patch any holes in your funnel. So those three action numbers that we need to track each month is how many connections are you making per week? How many discovery calls are you holding? And then what's your conversion rate on the discovery call? So we went over the three financial numbers, revenue, expenses, profit numbers. Now we've tracked the action numbers. How many connections per week? How many discovery calls? What's your conversion rate on the discovery calls? Now our next two are very helpful for businesses and I think ones that people look over. And so the first one is where are your clients coming from? This is where we make our marketing decision. So our revenue decisions, our action decisions, like how are we actually spending our time? And then this is our marketing decision. Where are your clients coming from? You can put this on your discovery call intake form, like where did you hear about me? And then have a drop down and it will sort it for you in HoneyBook or Dubsado, whatever you're using. You could have it in ClickUp or wherever you want. But you'll quickly be able to see where your client's coming from. So if you look at this and you're like, okay, everyone's coming from Facebook groups or referrals. Like those are the two places I'm seeing everyone coming from. Then why are you still creating content on Instagram? You could dump that. And so this number is really to show you what can you get off your plate? What can you cut overwhelm? Where can you focus more of your time? If you see that all your clients are coming from LinkedIn, why would you be focused anywhere else but LinkedIn? And so this gives us more clarity around where we should be spending our time. So it's a really important number, especially if you want to get more time back because you can cut a lot of stuff out of your business. I quickly found in my business, it was referrals and Facebook groups. So I stopped getting on LinkedIn as much because my messaging had changed at that point. There was a point where LinkedIn was where a lot of my clients were coming from when I was working local. And then I started working with launch clients and it didn't make sense anymore. So I was able to see that and make decisions like, okay, I don't need to be on LinkedIn right now. And I didn't need to be on Instagram marketing. I didn't need to be on all these places. I needed to, how can I get more referrals? And how can I find more clients in groups? And that is where my focus was. We have some people who pretty much all their clients come from workshops that they do in their local community. So why would they focus on LinkedIn? Why would they focus on Instagram? They should just focus on booking more in-person workshops. And so when we have these numbers, we can make really smart marketing decisions that save us time and give us more results that we're looking for. Then the final thing you should track 
and this is 100% personal and I've said it since day one, is your happiness level. I literally put emojis by each week of how I was feeling this week about my business. Sometimes there's like the heart emojis. Sometimes there's the poop emoji. Sometimes there's the fire emoji. And sometimes you just need to write it out. But what is your happiness level? Maybe it's on a scale one to five in your business right now. Because if you go several months and you're at like a one or two, why the heck are you doing what you're doing? You own a business so you can make decisions, change, pivot, do something you love. Does that mean we're always going to love our business? Absolutely not. There's not always heart and fire emojis. There are poop emojis, but they're not in the majority. They are very much in the minority. And so when we can track our happiness level, we know when we need to make changes. We can also see, is this something in my business? Is this something in my life? And we'll link up the fall back in love with your business episode in the show notes where I go over how do you find out how to fall back in love with your business? And if you're getting a ton of poop emojis when it comes to your month and weeks when you're tracking this, you know it's time to go back to that episode and figure out what the heck can I change? What do I need to do differently so I'm not feeling this way? And so tracking your happiness level has always been something that's super important to me, something I've always tracked in my business, and it's something I encourage you to track in yours. So those are the eight things you need to track in your business, and I'll go over them one more time for you. We have our financial numbers, revenue, expenses, profit margin. Then we have our action numbers. How many connections are you making? How many discovery calls are you holding? What's your conversion rate on the discovery call? And then we have our good to know numbers, which are where are your clients coming from? That's not a number. It's just a place. And then what is your happiness level, which you can track in emojis, numbers, stars, however you want to do it. But these are the eight things. If you just focus on tracking these each week or each month or biweekly, however you want to do it, you'll see your business transform. It will grow just by following these. You don't need a whole list of things to track. You just need these eight things. So inside Surf Scale Store, we have a whole tracking sheet with these. But you can also create your own in Google Sheets or wherever, Notion, ClickUp, wherever you want in order to be able to see these, track them, and then make really smart business decisions moving forward in your business. So I hope you go out, decide how you're going to track these, and start tracking today. You don't need to wait till the beginning of the month to do it. Just start today. And then do it and track it. Set it in ClickUp, set it in Asana, whatever you're using, because if it doesn't have a date, it doesn't get done. So put it in there, set a reoccurring task, and track these each week, bi-weekly, or each month. And I can't wait to see your business soar because of it. So if you'd love to learn more about tracking numbers and growing your business and all that, head to servescalesore.com forward slash 10k. Check out our free training, how to scale to consistent 10k months without creating a course or hiring a team and learn more about our program Serve Scale Soar. And until next week, my friends, go out, serve your clients, scale your business and soar into the success you deserve. Thanks again for tuning in to the Serve Scale Soar podcast with your host, Brandy. If you loved our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.